Hello and welcome to the first episode of the District 5 podcast. So I know that might, I know that might sound a little bit funny because, um, you know, this is the almost 30th episode or so of this podcast I've been doing, kind of documenting what's been going on in the campaign trail. Uh, but we are officially here to rename and kind of repackage what the podcast is. And so welcome to the District 5 podcast. The goal with this podcast, to recap quickly, from day one was to provide a kind of behind-the-scenes take on what it was like to run a campaign and to create another creative communication channel to the residents of District 5. Um, At that point, it was to talk to voters about what we were doing on the campaign, to talk to volunteers, to talk to supporters, to talk to just any constituent throughout the city. Um, And we did that with the Run With Sam podcast. Well, you know, on on January 2nd, just a few days ago, um, I was officially sworn in. And I've been attending meetings and getting to know the lay of the land and trying to, you know, really learn quite a bit in in a short amount of time. And so we're repackaging this podcast to reflect that. So I'm excited to share on this episode a few behind-the-scenes um, clips from the swearing-in ceremony. It was a really cool a really cool event, and so I'm excited to share that with you. And then we have some District 5 news already. There is a lot going on, and then I want to give a short update on on what's next, what will be happening in future episodes of this podcast, and, and other kind of what next type um, pieces of information for anyone listening. So we recorded the audio from the swearing-in ceremony, and I wanted to uh, play the, the first little bit, and then also, um, this is the first bit is where I'm actually sworn in. And then I also want you to hear uh, Mayor Kapsikavich and his comments that he made um, toward the end of the meeting. Um, so we'll play both of those first. Good evening, everyone. Everyone raise your right hand and repeat after me. I state your name. Do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States, the state of Ohio, and the charter of the city of Toledo, Ohio, and faithfully and honestly, and impartially discharge the duties of the office of council member. During my continuance in office, according to law, and to the best of my ability. Mayor Kapskevich, I just want to briefly add my words of congratulations to the newest members of the city council and uh, tell one quick story and make one quick observation that the illness that I have allows me to do it before I lose my voice and, uh, and not have the ability to speak. Um, but the three of you who were sworn in tonight um, had the benefit of being sworn in by Mr. Bettinger, uh, and then uh, Judge Duhart, and I think Judge uh, Wagner 
because your oath is the same. They all did a wonderful job. The most wonderful thing they did uh, was that they each paused about six or seven times during the 55-word oath that you had to repeat back to them. Though there are not many people left here, the day I was sworn in on city council, I think Councilman Ludum was here, maybe Mr. Dettinger and Julie might have been here as well. When I was sworn in, I was 26 years old and sort of a snot-nosed kid. Actually, that's a bad analogy to use right now, but I'm giving the hope that I have. But I was nervous and under pressure to show that I belonged. The person that swore me in was a fast-talking huckster of a clerk who never paused a single time in the 55-word <laughs> So it was, I state your name, I wait caps of cabbage. Do solemnly swear I'll support the Constitution of the United States, state of private, charge of the city, totally faithful, and honest, that he never paused. And it was, as I think I probably got six or seven words correct of the 55, but no one stopped. So you had a much more pleasurable experience during your swearing in. Welcome, and uh, I'll end with this note that members of council uh, come in all shapes and sizes, and they all, uh, you know, I think the best uh, public bodies are those with unique perspectives that represent the diversity of our community. There are wonderful council members and public servants of all shapes, sizes, creeds, religious backgrounds, political affiliations, etc., etc. However, I do want to point out that since the last time this council met, we are now slightly more female and significantly younger. There are now five members of council under the age of 40. Five twelfths of this body, 42%, are under the age of 40. That's right, I'm sorry, it's half. I forgot the uh, councilwoman Harper is also uh, in that. So, doesn't necessarily mean much, but as we talk about um, uh, you know, Toledo being the sort of place that we want to be and be invested in, it is an interesting fact uh, that such a large percentage of this body is a little bit younger than it was the last time we met. So it was really cool to to have my family with me. Um, you might have seen pictures on social media. Um, but when I was actually, when I had my right hand up, my left hand was on one of my children's shoulder and, um, to have my wife, uh, Lindsay and, and the girls with me was really, really cool. Um, and then obviously to, to hear the mayor reflect on the changing, um, demographic and makeup specifically with age. Um, but the, the changing of the guard, so to speak, you know, council is quite a bit, quite a bit younger, but as I said to someone, in the media afterwards who asked me about that. I'm really excited, and I'll say this to anyone, I'm really excited that there's a nice mix. Um, even when I advocated for younger folks on council, I was never suggesting that it should be all um, younger people, all millennials, all people under 30 or whatever uh, the case may be. I, I think it's important to have a good mix, and, and I think the council does have that now. And so I was glad that the mayor hit on that. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a good change. The next piece I want you to hear is at the end of council meetings, um, there's a thing called first call. And each, um, you know, and each council member gets, you know, up to five minutes to share, um, you know, share different things that are important for them to, to share with their constituents or with the community or with other council members. And so I want to play that portion for you as well. Council member Melden, first call. Thank you so much. Uh, 
you may have noticed that the seats that were reserved had a lot of uh, wonderful, beautiful women sitting in them earlier, and it was really cool to have my family here. It, it's not shocking that once the swearing-in was over, they left immediately. Um, our meeting was more peaceful for it. Uh, but it really was cool to have them there. Um, what's really special to me, too, is our campaign, and this is one of the last times I'll probably mention this, but uh, we found out months after the campaign ended that our campaign knocked more doors in the state of Ohio than any other campaign. And there are several people who were with me every single week doing that in this room. And it is not surprising that you would stay the whole meeting because uh, you've been with me for a long time and it's really cool to share this meeting with you as well. Um, so thank you. People were asking me earlier today, what's my, you know, what's your first priority? And I'm listening to uh, Councilwoman Hartburn saying, throw your list away. Her advice to me, take your list and throw it in the garbage. Uh, but the truth is, I told anyone who asked earlier, it's the same thing. It's always been, and that's to represent the people of District 5 well. Um, as I've been moving in my office, that was uh, Councilmember Spangs. Um, it's, it's kind of funny and, and, and really um, sobering and humbling to think that you're just filling the seat for a short time. Literally today, I pulled out George Sorrentu's letterhead out of the printer. Um, Frank Selassie's business card was in the desk. And it, you know, it's not lost on me that this is a seat of this is a seat I wasn't sitting in a year ago, and years from now I won't be. And it's a position of stewardship, and I hope to steward it well. Um, so thank you. And uh, lastly, congratulations to my new colleagues, and a special thank you to um, to Councilmember Moline for very quickly removing the honor of being the newest council member <laughs> from me. I wasn't looking forward to holding on to that and for you to take it so quickly um, really means a lot. But I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. Another aspect of the swearing-in ceremony that I thought was just really, really cool um, was that so many supporters and volunteers were there. Um, and so for me to be able to recognize them and, and give them a little shout-out uh, from the dais, from the city council seat, um, you know, was really significant to me. And even just to kind of reiterate what my goals are, what my values are, um, it's true. My, my goal as the District 5 representative is to build a bridge between your kitchen table, the kitchen table uh, issues of, of folks in the district and in the city of Toledo, build a bridge between that place and uh, City Hall. And, and my job is to help communicate what goes on at City Hall back and to listen to what is concerning from your kitchen table, from your home life, uh, back into City Hall and vice versa, just back and forth, back and forth. That's the job, and I'm really excited to get started. So with that in mind, next up is some District 5 news. So the first thing I wanna bring up here in, in, in news about District 5 is, um, right, I think it might've been right around the new year, we had an unfortunate um, uh, shooting gun violence incident at the Georgetown Apartments near Sanger Branch Library. And I want you to know that I'm in contact with uh, Toledo Police Department to just learn more about um, the history of different shootings that have taken place at that apartment complex. The The story that I hear is that there have been a few. And also, um, I'm, I have... Um, I'm reaching out to the management and potentially, if I can, even ownership of that apartment complex. I, I think it's important to to be in conversations with um, whether it's a business or 
or a, a residence or any sort of neighborhood organization or whoever it may be um, to talk about uh, a track record and see what we can do together to create solutions. So that's the first thing, um, that unfortunate shooting uh, that took place in District 5. Um, you know, we have to we have to be mindful and, and very intentional um, about all safety concerns in our district, and I plan on and I plan on doing that. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is there is a new development um, that was announced uh, at the um, in two places actually in District Five, and this is going to be a recurring theme. I have a feeling there's a lot of stuff going on in the district. Um, one was at Secor and Monroe. There was a a community meeting about um, some senior housing uh, senior housing uh, development that's going to uh, be coming before city council, before the planning commission. Um, and there was a community meeting at Sanger Branch Library um, that, was, that was really well attended and I think well received from what I've heard from residents and, and, and um, you know, Pete, the, the, the representative uh, presenting at that meeting. And then the other development that was just recently announced was at the Elder Beerman site on Secor. Um, the Elder Beerman uh, has been out of business for a long time. It's been an empty a large amount of um, commercial or even retail real estate there, and it's um, it's been empty for a long time. And the developer is has a plan in place to turn it into a TJ Maxx and a Bob's Discount Furniture. I think that's the name of the furniture store. Um, and so that will kind of be in place. And there's a, f- a few other kind of ancillary developments that'll go around there. Um, it's right next to the new Krispy Kreme, uh, which opens on January 14th. If you are interested in, um, you know, warm, delicious treats. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on at Secor, and I want to make sure to keep you up to date on developments, whether city council will vote on it because it's a zoning change or not. I think it's important to, to bring it here, mention the podcast and um, mention it in, you know, future newsletters and communication. <clears throat> the other thing that I want to mention is um, there's been a just just this past Tuesday at um, we had we had a committee of the whole hearing about the neighborhood consolidated five year plan and how they're the the city department of neighborhoods is really focused on um, developing these these nurses which are. Uh, it's really just a strategy to focus on specific neighborhoods, identifying three in the first five-year plan. Um, and so it's a really exciting focus area, and council needs to really be vetted on this. But if you want a copy of that five-year consolidated plan, um, the at least the initial presentation, I should say, um, just reach out to me, reach out to my office, and I'll get it to you. Um, I think there's a link on the website, which I'll try to find as well. Uh, but make sure to stay up to date on different things that the Department of Neighborhoods is doing um, and see how it impacts District 5, see how it impacts your neighborhood and know to reach out if, if there's any, any concerns or questions or follow-up on that. The last thing I would say in terms of District 5 news is, you know, you have a new District 5 council member and uh, that council member, me, uh, my um, intent is to sometime in this month to release a schedule of kind of meet and greet slash let's get to work events. Um, be do, I'll be doing them in different neighborhoods, certainly at libraries, and then also for a few different types of groups. So small businesses and faith leaders and, you know, um, different, maybe even, you know, educators. You think about different groups that have a, a key um, stake in this community and in District 5. 
um, I plan on you know reaching out and making sure that I'm engaged um, proactively with them to talk about how we move the city forward. All right, so that was the District 5 news. And I would say the only other thing I have to add is in addition to um, you know looking out for that meet and greet, let's get to work schedule, um, I just want to just say that even in the first week, it's a, truly, it's not even been a full week since I've been sworn in. And it is such a privilege. Uh, we, like I mentioned, I was at this Committee of the Whole hearing uh, from um, you know the, the plan for the consolidated plan for the next five years in our Department of Neighborhoods, but then also just the members of the community who stepped up and, and spoke and, and offered testimony and, and their, their thoughts and, um, you know, please may be too strong of a word, but you know, their, their intention, their direction, their suggestion, their comments. Um, I was just reflecting on how much of a privilege it is to sit in that seat and represent this district. Uh, I'm, I'm really honored to be there and I hope to, to work really hard to make sure that everyone knows that uh, they have a strong uh, representative and a strong advocate um, on their behalf um, at that council dais. That's really important to me. And so to that end, um, what's next is to look out for um, our constituent plan. Uh, we are putting this together right now. I'm really working on everything from an email list to an email newsletter um, to those different meet and greet schedules, not just in the first quarter of this year, but also ongoing on a regular schedule of what that's going to look like. Um, and then also you have, you know, the podcast, which, you know, don't fall asleep on the podcast. This is an important an important venue, uh, a platform, I should say, to communicate. So um, that's what's next for me, what I'm really focused on. Obviously, there's the onboarding, the learning, the the learning curve that is uh, fairly steep at times. Um, but I'm really excited to be getting to work and, and just know that my number one focus is communication with residents and the constituents of District 5. Um, to that end, the same number we had all throughout the campaign is the same number to reach out. You can obviously call my city council office. Um, my council aide is named Andrea Morrow, um, and she's she's solid. I'm really excited to be working with her. Um, so feel free to reach out to my city council office and talk to myself or Andrea, or you can always reach me um, on the 24-hour Call Sam uh, line, which is that 567-200-3231 number. And with that, thanks for listening. This has been the first, kind of, the first episode of the District 5 Podcast. <laughs>